This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week TV podcast, a special event today. We're talking Suits, the uh, US drama. Two stars from the show, Sarah Rafferty and Rick Hoffman. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us here. It's great to have you in Australia, and we're very impressed you can find time to visit our humble little studio <laughs> here, uh, sort of overlooking King's Cross, but it's so hot today, we have all the shades down, so we're trying to keep it uh, reasonably cool up here. Joining us today is a guest inquisitor, Jamie Campbell from uh, Foxtel, uh, Director of Publicity and Talent and a Suits fan. Welcome, Jamie. Thanks, James. Big fan, yeah, guys. That's great. I just told them before, I'll try not to fangirl while we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Gary Guarantees, Rick. Depends on, depends on how we go, go. You might have to fangirl. Is that a a America? Is that an Australian that's, term too? No, that's American. That's okay. very American. Oh, yes, yes. So American. I love fangirling. And you can, yeah, you can. I fangirl, fangirl all over Rick all the time. I've, I, I've been doing it all the time. We've been in Australia too. Just look at my photos. It's just fangirl time for Rick. She ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> now, just give us a bit of insight. Do you guys get to do PR tours often like this? I mean. Is it in demand? Do you tour internationally? Does it happen a lot in the US? We um, went on a, a, a fantastic college tour uh, three, was it three years ago now? Almost? In the US. Uh-huh. In the US and visited all these different uh, universities. And that was really, I think, the beginning of, like, I think our cast realizing, okay, like, this show is starting to catch on. And um, just blown away by the amount of of students that were showing up to these places where it would sometimes just be me and Sarah and then Sarah and Gabriel um, and then Patrick and Megan and it was uh, that's I think that was like so three years ago was when it really started to get to that next level of of but this is our first time traveling off the continent. Okay. Yeah, of North okay. America. Yeah. So this is a real treat for us. <laughs> and this experience, at least for me, is my first, like, where I'm experiencing, like, some chaotic incidents in the middle of, like, you know, somewhere in Sydney. And all of a sudden, you know, you hear... <laughs> and, uh, and how is that? It's... It's a fantastic feeling, and I'm unfortunately um, either coming out of a gym, um, <laughs> just working out. So I, of course, like hate the fact that, of course, a photo is going to be taken with me um, looking like I've just sweat my, uh, <laughs> you know, what off. But the, you know, when you think about it, it's like I, I who ever thought that, like, let alone I'd be on a a show, but a show that has such a following. And in Australia, it's amazing ways. being here and knowing how far away we are from home, and then meeting people who watch the show. And you realize you can see in their face uh-huh. that we have an intimate relationship with them because we've had six seasons mm-hmm. on their laptop or in their living room or however they choose to, you know, download us into their lives with their family and. They treat us like we're family in some ways. Right. It's amazing when we were greeted getting off the plane by by a woman who was waiting for her daughter to arrive, and we got hugs and kisses, and right. it was lovely. I felt like my mom was greeting me. That's cool. <laughs> those, those are the nicest. Yeah. Those are the nicest like experiences when it's they're so sweet, you know, and yeah. And, um, as opposed to an occasional, yo, uh, Lewis, 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 selfie right now. Come, come on, yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah. Which is also fun and entertaining, but it's not as you know like. 
heartwarming right. as, a, as a woman with her. Well, it's interesting too because one of the reasons James asked me here today is because I am a big fan of the show and, and I'm one of those adapters that you talk about in relation to seeing those kids at college. I wasn't, I didn't watch for the first three seasons and people kept on telling me about it. You've got to watch Suits, you've got to watch Suits, you've got to watch Suits and then all of a sudden I did and I binged. Amazing. The first three seasons. And now, of course, I'm angry because every week I'm waiting, you know, for a new episode. So I think it's really interesting. That's a sign of our times completely. You know, 10 years ago, we would never have, it would have suddenly watched a show three years later or, or so on. And, and, and I think that's right, Sarah. Like you do hear about these people and you also kind of experience it in a much more intimate way that way than, mm-hmm. than I think if you just kind of watch it week to week. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I have that experience with shows that I binge watch yeah. and I like just recently had one and it's, I think it's better that way. I don't know. You feel like you're a part of like a sort of a long ongoing adventure, whether mm-hmm. it be if you get sick for six days with the flu. So you spend that time like with these characters, it's like a long yes. ongoing movie. Yeah, that's right. You get to choose to stop and start. And then you kind of miss them when it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can understand in that regard because I know Sarah and I know Gabriel and I know, you know, the people that do such a great job on this show. There is a feeling like we are having a good time. Mm-hmm. And I well, think that comes through. A hundred percent it does. I think that that's one of the greatest things about the show is the cast and the camaraderie. And, and it feels so natural. I mean, even from the beginning, it felt natural. So even now up to, you know, almost season seven, it feels that you're seeing that all the time. Is that how it is on set? I would say, well, you know, each, the dynamic between each cast member to cast member is very different. Sarah and myself, aside from season five, which I'm, I think you have seen already, mm-hmm. where we had lots of serious uh, material. Other than that, like our, what we're doing here in Australia is what we usually do for three hours doing a scene on set. And it's that Move kind around. of... We give around. Yeah, and like she'll yeah. go, okay, cut it out enough. <laughs> uh-huh. you know, it's you know, it's very yeah. familial and warm. Um, and then other times when I don't know, like uh, you know, when I can imagine, you know, Sarah and Gabriel know each other so well for so long, that must be a, another type of warm, fun experience. Yeah. So you guys have been friends for best friends for 20 years or something. Yes, yeah. yeah. So when you, you're talking about camaraderie, I mean, absolutely, you've tuned into something right there because Gabriel feels like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. We met back in 1993, basically in like a summer stock theater situation, the Williamstown okay. Theater Festival yep. um, in Massachusetts and spent the summer putting on plays together and selling concessions at the theater and those kinds of things when we were kids and stayed close and we've been roommates and all those things. So to find ourselves here doing this show, it's a bit of a pinch me moment, especially when we're doing publicity or we're speaking on panels or that kind of thing. But when we're actually shooting the show, we have a a pretty hard time with the giggles because (laughs) the fact that we're playing this dynamic of boss secretary, it seems pretty silly to us 20 years later. So it's been amazing. Those bed scenes would have been weird. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Just a little bit. It would be nice to have Gabriel here to answer. It'd be nice to have him here to answer those questions. Um, I call it, um, when we work together, I call uh, it peak happiness. Um, Something I'd read a long time ago in some weird book about finding Uh happiness. And it's about doing something that you can do that's unique and being able to share that with others and where you feel like you're being able to... um, I know experience it and connect and there is some kind of high you get out of it and I think you know 
we feel it at different times throughout the shooting, and that I think is why you know when I see certain certain shows or movies, I'm like, oh man, that that I just that would be so much fun to be a mm-hmm. part of of that. I think there is something really like spiritual yes. that comes through. Right. That's sort of unex- I don't know. The um, I wanted to ask you, um, and just from that, do you get a good blooper reel? I mean, it sounds like you would. Do they compile one every year that they show at the, the season wrap party I or think, anything? I or? think if there were awards for blooper reels, <laughs> there we go. I just blooped. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got we, them. Um, we have them. We you should do. get one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right around there's this a lot time. Of, and there's a lot of Gabriel laughing. There's a lot of really ridiculous dancing going on. There's... Um, it's we we you there's, know we th- when we watch it, your line. it seems inside you know for us but people seem to like it on YouTube right around this time every year now because we're on hiatus and it's right when the season is ending when is when they release okay. the last season's blooper reel so I always like you know enjoy it because I get to do like really um, really uh, rude things that are offensive <laughs> and. Um, now they're starting to really learn to keep them on the blooper reel. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, they were sort of like, ah, well, all right, fine, let's do it. Let's are there ever it. staff only segments of the blooper reel that are just kept in house? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so there's sort of two versions, maybe. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the early days of the show. I mean, the, the thing that appeals to me is that it's, uh, it's had a very consistent core, small key cast, um, which makes the, uh, the drama. Um, easier to track. There's not lots of characters coming in and out. Um, the storyline that developed in the very first episode resonates all the way through to this sixth season. You know, it's it's uh, it's always been central to it. So, is, in a way, they've kept things simple, with which I don't mean in a in a nasty way. But it's I think that's one of that, the tricks, one of the special things about Suits, and one of the reasons why it's been so successful. Because our creator Aaron Korsh has basically circled the wagons in some ways, keeping us at Pearson Specter lit, keeping these six people that you can connect to um, doing deeper and deeper dives into their characters, into their lives, into their pasts, um, into their desires, all those things. And as we continue the show, they come up with these great storylines, but the storylines are really there to just have a deeper illumination of what these relationships are. And I think that that's one of, I, I say tricks, but that's the wrong word. Yeah, one well, of I know the pieces yeah, of the magic. Yeah, they carefully weave yeah. it all together, but at the same time, there's these constants, right? Yeah, yeah. Those writers, they, they write such a f- wonderful fine line and just even to this day, now we're they were starting to write seven, you know, they just make bold choices and they don't they're they're fearless and it's either sink or swim. And so far we've been we've been swimming. I mean it, Yeah. And how how well do you guys know Donna and Lewis now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, I always say that I feel like Donna's one of my best friends, and when we're done with the show, I'm going to be really sad and mm. mourn her and miss visiting her. Mm. I've learned a lot from her, like you do from a good friend, mm-hmm. which is, um, I've learned a lot about confidence and a lot about vulnerability and the strength that vulnerability Because it's interesting, is. because her vulnerability really, you don't see as much until way into, into the series, because for so long... It's, there was sort of no vulnerability to her and then it kind of comes. So it's a really, as part, similar to, I think, to the, the, um, the, the formula in, in keeping all six sort of tight, this 
unveiling of the characters as time goes on, I find really interesting. And I'm always plugging for that with our writers Mm -hmm. that we lean into that Mm -hmm. because there's this idea, especially right now, it's such a great time for women on TV Mm -hmm. and we hear a lot about strong women on television and that's great. But what's most interesting is human women on television, flawed people. Um, And also exploring the idea of showing that vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a really brave act Mm -hmm. for a human. Mm -hmm. So I love it when we get to see Donna doing that. Mm -hmm. When Donna lets all the knowing everything fall away. Yeah. And is just there with her human needs. Yes. I love that. But we love, can't be there all the time. I would love, we can't I would be love there all the time. That, but, actually, yeah. of Donna's character. Yeah. Well, I think also we she's such a hero. People want to see like a little bit of a, 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 um, vulnerability in a hero or a, or an element where a hero is not kind of as strong as Absolutely. everybody wants them Imperfect. To be. Imperfect, and, yeah, and imperfections. I, I think um, I've gotten some feedback from some of our viewers or from journalists that I've talked to that people are ready for Donna to um, assert her individuality mm-hmm. in a way. I, I really enjoy playing the part of Donna that's the 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 woman behind the man mm-hmm. um, and how she's one step ahead of everybody and has this finger on the pulse of what everybody's needs are anticipate situations but uh, recently people have been saying what's Donna want for Donna yeah you know she's she's protecting the firm she's saving Lewis from himself mm-hmm. she's helping Harvey navigate his emotional life what about hers mm-hmm. so it will be interesting I think um you know the writers and our creator are intrigued by the idea of right. dipping into her individuality Maybe going that's forward insight to season seven mm-hmm. might be might be might be spoiler well, Rick mm-hmm. How do we love Lewis? I just don't get it. Like, we love Lewis, but how do we? Do you know how people... I mean, he's... Because Rick Hoffman is a genius actor. I'm going to take this from the... I'm going to take this for a second, then I will lean back. But how do we love Lewis? I get stopped on the street and people tell me, I hate that guy. I I love that guy. I hate him so much. That's such a testament to the genius of Rick's acting to bring so much heart to those flaws that we still connect with him Mm -hmm. and we have so much affection for him. I totally agree. Root Great. for him, and that's in in another actor's hands. We wouldn't be having this experience with this character on our laptops and on our television mm. screens. So it's really a gift. Okay, go ahead, Rick. Take it away. You answer that. Do you want to like, clean next, Rick? <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding, man. It's, uh, but there is a lot to love about the character too, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not all. It's not all bad, yeah. really, is it? I mean, I had, I had I have a wrestling match with every script because it's some of the heartbreaking things that he does. But in a way, the reason why it's so heartbreaking to me or it's like heart-wrenching is because I think I see a part of my, you know, I think we all, if we really turn off our own bullshit meters for a little while and realize that we lie to ourselves and we, um, and we, um, we obviously have all these deep insecurities, some deeper Speaking than others. I'm perfect. I know that. <laughs> um, Donna. I, I think he represents at least, you know, his mistakes are what we all could possibly or have possibly done in the past to certain degrees. And it's embarrassing. It's, it's uh, humiliating Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to be humiliated ultimately. And I see a lot of that in myself and, and I guess that's ultimately why I, I, I think as, as an actor can maybe tap into like, 
making like because I'm commenting basically on 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 his ridiculousness. So it's that's why it comes out sometimes mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also happen to have a very goofy face, which doesn't hurt the character. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You know, if I you can I can really bore you for hours about what goes through my head about it. It's scary as hell at times because I don't know ultimately each week when we shoot how it's how it's how I know what the writers want, but I don't know if ultimately if I'm going to achieve what they want. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's a constant, um, right. it, it's stressful, but it's at the same time, like I told you, like peak happiness yeah. because yes. I'm getting to do what I love to do. Well, and Sarah's right. Your portrayal is incredible. Like <laughs> you, you do feel all of those emotions that, that, you know, the people on the street say to you, you know, you hate Lewis and then you love him and then you feel sorry for him and then you, kind of want to be him and then at the same time you abhor him you know so it's 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 a real roller coaster in a way and that's that is a, that's an amazing performance that you've well that's very thank you very much and uh, you i will make sure you checks get, in the mail checks well no it's not even you know maybe i'll get you like a free spa treatment I, later I, on I you already took me to hamilton <laughs> we're good true. we're good this is that all is just true to make up for the sarah and i had a very me memorable experience uh, <laughs> we went to hamilton together and that was another Peak experience. Yes, it was. Another peak happiness moment. No, I haven't. I hear it's amazing. Dang it. Amazing. I think, though, what's interesting about Lewis's character and the the love-hate that people have, I think that's actually almost a format point of the series because almost every character in the series has that element in many ways. You know, Harvey is this hero, you know, like he's the dude, you know, but at the same time he has those vulnerabilities and you don't like what Harvey does most of the time but at the same time you can't help but like him and Don is very similar I think you know there's a lot of characters in there that are like that and I think that's the right that that is sort of the writing oh that is I mean are you kidding see I, I just feel like I don't know I feel like the writers don't get enough credit I think like you know I and when it comes to and even though it you know these award shows really don't mean anything but I don't know I just feel like these writers have been overlooked they need to be recognized more because it's such a to take a law show but it's not about trial work and it's not about it's about people yeah and it's, it's about it's, humans you're basically doing deals if you had pitched this idea before we aired about lawyers making deals but not going to trial mm-hmm. and no one's guilty and no one gets sent to jail mm-hmm. people would be like eh. what are you going <laughs> to do you know and I had said originally, like, it's the, the way they develop the characters, this show could be about fly fishing, and it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's because they make, they do such an amazing job. With yeah. What was the uh, pitch back, you think, that got the series up? Because, you know, they always talk about the pitch as the winning pitch. You've got to sum it all up in a few words. Can you remember? Well, it was, the... a, it was a Wall Street show. Right. So Because our, our boss was originally... Uh, yeah. In Wall, he worked on Wall Street, and yes. so it was the network who asked him to change so, so that they could have a case of the week kind of situation. They changed it from being a Wall Street show to to being a law show. But I think that in there is a little bit of the secret about why his focus was really on the characters and less on the law of it all, because <laughs> um, that wasn't why he wrote this. He didn't write this to have a case of the mm-hmm. week that was solved and tied up in a neat little bow. You talked about uh, making the show. Let's talk about you're about to go into season seven. Um, this Is Us finally premiered in Australia just last night. And in that first episode, the guy who plays Mammy 
I think, in that the TV series flips out. Yeah, he's the Manny. The Manny, that's yeah. right. The Manny flips out during the making of the show he's a star of and he has an argument with the creator on set in front of a live audience and he throws the script down and says, oh, I've had enough of this rubbish and all that. But, but um, with that in mind, give us some insight into what do you do? Do you go into readings first? Do you, um, is there much pre-production before you start filming? And how do they film it? Do they film in blocks of a couple of episodes or do you do a whole bunch of stuff out of order? Just give us a sort of run-through of it. Um, well, so they have pre-production and we are very lucky that we're not a part of that. <laughs> um, the writers are in the writer's room right now, okay. a couple months ahead of time, mm-hmm. writing the season and throwing ideas up on the wall. I like to drop in with cupcakes every now and again <laughs> to try to get a peek at the wall and, and see all happen? the post-it notes. That's, That's in LA. LA. Yep. And There's always one actress. <laughs> There's always one. Isn't there? Am I right? Oh, you're right. I, I'm not a stereotype. I don't understand. Anyway, back to me. Um, <laughs> um, so they're they're coming up with ideas, and what's really fun is that we're good friends with Aaron Course, our creator. So every now and again, he he calls us up on the phone and talks about some of the ideas that he likes to vent. Night. He actually and likes. He's to give in us there call. during that process. Too. Yes. Yes. yes, he's all he's the uh, he's the creator yeah, in the beginning yeah. of the of yeah, now and still with it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. He's been still a part. Of, like the he's and during the then he's there riding as well and with the. Yeah, and And they have this great uh, process. He comes in where they break break the initial story when he's finally convinced that this is the direction they want to go. Then he leaves it to a couple of other geniuses on on the on the uh, on the on the whole team, and then he goes into a separate room and write. But the bottom line is is that uh, he likes to vent to us (laughs) while it's happening, which is a very it's not common that a creator will call his actors in the process and go. Hey, you know, what do you think of this? This is, uh, yeah, 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 listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. And this is what Lewis, all right, this is what do you think? This is what Lewis does. Yeah, I um, think, uh, Sarah, I think you're going to be excited, i got to tell yeah. you. I got something, That's I got something you're going to be really great. excited And I about. think the, one of the reasons is, is that this was Aaron's first uh, series himself. Mm-hmm. So it's his baby, and he he's in it with us together in the trenches. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's just very unique, and I think that's also why I think the show is kind of special, because um, it's, um, I don't know, we've been able to, on occasion, uh, suggest something that might be cool, and he'll go, all right, let me think about that, let me think about that, you know, um, where I think others that have bigger egos, I don't know, kind of are stuck to something and aren't willing if there's a better idea. Can that happen gonna- at different stages, too? Your, your suggestions, like, might it be when he rings you about something in the development, or can it be during the film? No, he usually you... goes like, you know, like he'll say, you know what? The, all right, here's the best time to get me when we have that one month off, which is like around December and January. Mm-hmm. You know, while um, and sometimes our suggestions are not welcome while he's in the midst of like getting, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. So it's and it's very, you know, it's not exactly like. Every week, hey, I got a, I got a suggestion, buddy. You know, he, but but he does take like some. If you have a real cool, serious idea, uh, it's 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 been put into uh, motion a couple of times, more than a couple of times. Yeah. So then it's off to Toronto. So then we we head up to Toronto and um, we get the script usually a couple days uh, before we start start shooting, and then we still do a table read where everybody comes around the table, we read the script. 
LA is on the phone, they get to hear it. I think that's pretty unusual this far mm-hmm. into a show, but I think it's a it's a great t- tradition to bring us all together for every episode for at least an hour, and we can all hear it, and they can go off and and rewrite it um, as the as the season and the shooting wears on. We have, take seven and a half days to shoot an episode, but um, things start to get a little bit crazy towards the end. So sometimes we find ourselves with a week, you know, of this material in our head, and sometimes it's the a night day. before the day. So I've been on set waiting with the scene lit, where we all just wait, and then the pages arrive and we go. <laughs> so usually so towards it's usually towards the end. So we do ten in the summer, mm-hmm. and that's more of a, a chaotic process because we have they're airing while we're shooting. But then we keep going on to do the final six for the winter. But we have more time to sort of play if we need a day to take a break, and you know because they don't air until like the following year. Mm-hmm. So in that first ten, as we get towards episode ten, those pages are coming in like. On the day, you know, the wheels are coming off the bus a little bit, and it challenges the wardrobe department a little bit. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Now, that's one thing that I did want to talk about without getting I'm not fashion savvy enough to talk about this for too long. Oh, stop it. I think the other element of the show that is so appealing is the is the style of, mm-hmm. of the whole show, whether or not it's the fashion or the, or the interiors, the, set, the, the interiors, and art direction. It's such a big part of of what suits is. Absolutely, it's a character, and it's mm. in itself. And and I, so I come from theater, so I'm a bit of a geek, and I get very excited about costume. We we are wearing wardrobe, but I still call them costumes <laughs> because I was having a conversation once with Gabriel. I mean. I'll tell you this quick anecdote. When we were shooting the pilot in New York City, I arrived a couple days after um, you guys had already started shooting, and I was walking down Madison Avenue or something, Lex, a busy street, and this man was like, hey, hey, you, hey, hey, and I just kind of put my head down and kept walking, and finally, it's like, Sarah, and I turn around, and it was Gabriel who was saying that to me because he was in his... Tom Ford suit, and I didn't recognize him. It was a transformation. <laughs> I'm not used to my friend who wears his UGG boots or his Birkenstocks sure, and his yeah. sweatpants. You know, and and so what I will say about the costumes, the wardrobe, is that when we put them on, it it really changes who we are. So to me, I've said to Gabriel when he's wearing that three piece, when he's got the what do you say waistcoat mm-hmm. on, it, it might as well be a cape. You know, that's it's true. it's no, really a, an incredible thing, and you operate in the world differently when you're dressed like that. To be a know that I'm playing a secretary who traditionally has that kind of lower status position, mm-hmm. who outfits herself in Valentino or Dior in this wearable art, and then struts into the office as if it's her runway. What makes a person? Mm-hmm. What you know? It's not just about the clothes; it's about who is the person who's making those choices. Yeah, right. Um, you know, it's it's more than just well, you watch Friends, you live in New York, and you're like, none of those people could afford that <laughs> that apartment. These are, I think that you know our show is aspirational in that way. Of course, you know, I I don't wear Valentino, but like, there's something about these people who do and how it informs the yeah, world we're in. I think the whole style of the show is is that, and it's very clean, and everyone looks amazing, and it's. It, it is aspirational. It's exactly what it is. But I also feel like everyone can kind of afford it. 
Well, yeah, I did sort of do the math on what Donna must be making. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, Harvey pays her uh, quietly under the table Mm -hmm. um, ever since he he wooed her to come to the firm after she had said no. But, uh, yeah, he and then then they and I talked to Aaron about this and then they wrote it in when Donna came to work for you that it was a thing. It was a thing, yeah. Um, Because I think Harvey. Harvey isn't in it for the I mean, Harvey has gobs, heaps, to use the heaps. Australian. That's right. Term, heaps well of done, money. Sarah. But he, he, he's, he's there to share it with Donna. It has much to do with what the, how much they value mm-hmm. each other and mm-hmm. how much they're a team and their yeah. partnership. It's, yeah, he doesn't care about money yeah. in that way. In that way, no. I mean, I think if she was like, I want a 50-50 split, he'd be like, sure, whatever. Yeah. Right. Look, um, you guys have got a pretty big day today, and in case they wind us up soon, I, I want to belt through a couple of other things. Um, so USA Network in the States. Yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, that's part of NBCU family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, are you signed direct to the network, the cable channel, or the production company? How does that work? The studio, NBC Stu- Universal. Right, okay. That's, okay. Uh, that's how the... I get you, I guess, contracting. Actually, yes. we you know, have... Initially signed like a, a was it a five year? I mean, because it's it's usually a standard when you are an actor, all you do is pray, uh-huh. like that you could even want to get it that they want you to test for a role, right? And the standard I think it's five or six seasons. That doesn't mean it'll last more than you know a cup of coffee, but and most of my series before Suits lasted <laughs> seven episodes or to a year the most, um, but. You are signed, you know. Then you sign your five-year contract to the studio, and uh, that's the most exciting thing. Yet the most stressful because you're signing your negotiation before you go into audition with three other people. So it's all done before you know who gets the role. Right. Wow. So then you can negotiate if they want you to. Actors in lots of other countries look at the U.S. as best practice. It seems to be well organized. The unions, your representation. Do you feel that you're look, looked after well there? Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, mean, no, no. Oh, oh no, absolutely. Our, our union? Yeah, yeah. The SAG so, after yeah. union? I, well, I believe... Us, tell us a little bit about it. I just think they're... They, um, compared to any other actors' union, I think they're one of the strongest. I think there, you know, there are certain things they haven't ironed out yet because they finally merged. Um, but as far as... Um, fighting for fairness and you know because uh, look I waited tables for a very long period of time living in garages and um, you know finding work for any actor is obviously one of the hardest things in the world but they should be you know rewarded if they decide to you know basically if they have a family not work for four years and then find a job like this where your face is out there every, you know, um, everywhere you go now, especially with Instagram. And so, you know, it's like you can not work for four years and then have a lucky break and get paid really well. And you, you, you have these great set rules. Nope. It can only be a certain amount of hours. Otherwise you get paid more. I just feel like we are, we are in the, in the States, we are treated unbelievably well, uh, 
unless you do you feel like I'm just excited I, I have dental coverage so <laughs> that's what I mean like, no and by the way yes. I mean yeah. come on dental coverage yeah. look at my teeth yeah yeah Not, I mean I mean yeah and, and, a lot of real estate in your face a lot of real estate and without referring to your sort of deal but just in general like to say Jamie Actors here often, you know, complain. I don't think they get, we call it residuals when the show might get sold to other markets, might be run for years and years. I'm guessing in the States, do you get checks later on if the show just runs? It depends on Will you the be like old now. guys and still that's getting a check that, in the that, mail or, or not necessarily? Oh, so that yeah. was one of the things, yeah. Yeah, that's a little, that's, that's a little bit of a touchy <laughs> subject. <laughs> It's it's um, so that part it, of it's not as good as it once was. Correct. In return for other benefits, right? I don't know what the other things are. <laughs> you, did you have dental then? <laughs> <laughs> Dental's expensive in the US, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Do you I sort of get it. What? No, I, I thought no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. On I that. think it's different. Depends on whether you're on a network TV show or on a cable TV show. The okay. deals are, di- are different. Right, okay. yeah. So, so if you're on a network structures. show, like a, if you were on Friends and you got to 100 episodes, that's a, a different thing than being on Suits and getting to 100 episodes. Okay. But whatever, we're having a great time. We're good. So, like, and again, I'm, if I'm prying too much, tell me to back off. No, but, no. But like, we can get it Netflix here as well, right? So Netflix is that good news for an it's actor? It's great. If no, it's great. It's, it's good news for your exposure as well it's as your career. Great, but it's great for your career. It's it's financially great for the studio. Okay, they're the ones making those deals. Yes, we right. we um, we when we first started this show, it was. Like right before the gold, the new golden age of television, where it was everything got stuck with the writer's strike right before that, Mm -hmm. and actors were, I mean, like who were finding work, work was not coming in anywhere, and then out of nowhere, the gates just busted open with basic cable moving to Netflix to Amazon to Hulu. And it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And all that does is provide more opportunities for actors. But it doesn't... I have a friend who works at Netflix who said, oh, we signed a deal today that's going to move your show onto the platform in all these different areas. This is great great for your show. Mm -hmm. And it's great for the executives on your show. But we're not getting a check for that. The actors aren't going to see a piece of that. That, But we're going to be able to come to Australia and have an amazing trip. You know, (laughs) there's other perks. You know what I mean? Exactly. You can't look at everything at the bottom line. And I think nowadays with the changing (laughs) environment so much, the exposure on all of these services, the the services that are in the US, in the UK, here, everywhere, there's, there's a huge benefit of more people seeing the content and more people enjoying it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, That's so, what we're here for. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so to wrap up, so you go back, you work on season seven. Yeah. Yep. The, the Back when you started, it, there wasn't maybe as much interest in shows, renewals and all that sort of stuff, but now it's a big business, isn't it? And there's websites dedicated to what's been renewed, what hasn't and all that. Do actors find out much before it's made public? If their show's coming back for another two, three years, one year, it whatever. depends. It depends. If you're if you're a bubble show, <laughs> then no one knows until the last minute. Right. We have not been a bubble show. Yeah. So we're we are fortunate enough to know way ahead of time. Yes. And it's and that is rare. Yes. Mm. So I try to take advantage <laughs> of that situation. So That's guys, fun. how much longer am I going to be able to love suits for? Do you oh. think? Well, be- I mean, there's talk. 
<laughs> we definitely seven, know we're Mike. going to season seven. Okay. We know that for sure, which is, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. Pinch, Rick's pinching me right now. I no, asked him I'm to. actually, I feel like no, I want to. So, and it's at 16 eps, 12 eps. 16, 16 is it? Yeah. I know, I just like you guys so much, I want to share. Let's put it this way. Yeah. Season, we're, we're starting up season seven. Yep. And who knows? Yeah. I can't. Wonderful. I can't, I can't say it. Well, we're lucky it's on um, Universal Channel here, so we get it fast-tracked. There's no delay. So we get the episode straight away, so they do a good job looking after you here. Oh, awesome. That's great. And look, great to have you in here today. Thank you so much Thank for Thank you so much so for nice your time. You. Um, Sarah and Rick. Congratulations, Jamie! Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Did thanks, you fangirl it too much? Was, was he all right? right? <laughs> <laughs> <Is he> all right? <laughs> okay. Enjoy the rest okay. of your time. Thank here. you Thanks for having us. Much. Thank you.